trust me when I say this, you do not want to start running all of a sudden out of the blue when you have not done anything in years. Running should not be your first choice in attempt to get back to your health level that you once were in your life. And these are all the reasons why. Stay tuned. I'm Michelle Thompson. Welcome to Everything is About Your Health, the podcast. I believe one of the most important things you can do for yourself is to be open-minded to learn. To learn about different professions out there in the world that links to your health, either directly and indirectly. For instance, I operate a manual osteopathy and cold laser clinic in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. For those not familiar with manual osteopathy, it takes a holistic, whole-body approach to healthcare. It uses manual, hands-on techniques to improve all aspects of the body, including the skeleton, joints, muscles, nerves, circulation, connected tissue, as well as organs. Internal functions like metabolism, respiration, and reproduction can also be improved without the use of drugs. Here at Heat Therapy, Holistically Elite Active Therapy, we utilize BioFlex cold laser units to help accelerate healing on a cellular level. It is a light-based technology proven to be highly effective in the treatment of musculoskeletal problems and wound healing. We have had many success stories with this technology. People have avoided surgeries, reduced and eliminated medication, and reduced or eliminated all sorts of pain. So please, join us on this journey as we interview all sorts of professions and how they link to your health, either directly and indirectly. Okay, guys, I am going to be cleaning my bathroom at the same time I'm doing this podcast. And that's a little random, but I just wanted to let you know if you hear any weird sounds of, of what I'm doing. That's, that's what I'm doing. Productivity, right? All the women here understand. <laughs> so today I want to jump on here because I want to speak to why you don't want to choose running as your method of approach to losing weight when you haven't done anything in let's say years, let's be honest, right? You know, all of a sudden we're realizing, wow, we're, we're getting up there in age. You know, my health is, you know, becoming a little bit of a concern. I'm putting on a little bit of, you know, belly fat here and there, et cetera, et cetera. And right away what people think is, oh, I'm going to, you know, just, just run. And that's going to work. So there's a couple reasons why we don't want to do that. And, why I am speaking about this today is because you guys guessed it, I got inspiration from a few clients that this recently happened to, okay? So the first reason right off the bat, and this is not just for people because, you know, they are out of shape. This is just general knowledge that you should be aware of before all of a sudden you just strap on the boots, pull up your socks, and start running on the treadmill as long as you can tolerate. So essentially what happens is when we run, it doesn't matter what surface, we have all of a sudden four point five times roughly give or take 4.5 times our weight now going through our joints and why is this well all of a sudden because of this impact that 
you are now forcefully putting on your joints. This has been shown in studies that it roughly puts about 4.5 times your weight through your joints. So right off the bat, you can understand like, holy moly, that's why all of a sudden I have been running for a few weeks and my knee is acting up or my ankle is acting up. Oh, I really start to feel it in my back. And this is when you start to think to yourself, hmm, maybe running isn't the number one approach that I should be doing. And I'm not saying running is bad, guys. Running can be a very good exercise for cardio and all that kind of stuff. But we have to think of the objectives of what we are trying to achieve. And if, you know, getting healthier is your objective, you have to understand that running isn't the only exercise that will help to get you healthy. You know, there's resistance exercises and weight training and you know, stretching and, and yoga. We'll get a little bit into that, but basically why it's important for you to know that you have more options. And, and quite frankly, guys, um, just to help you think of, of other options really is the main thing. So now on top of knowing now that 4.5 times your weight goes through your joints when you start running, you have to think, am I transitioning my weight equally when I am running? Oftentimes what happens, and more often than not, because of different um, strength patterns that you develop in your life, you develop a favoritism to one side or the other. And what happens is, and this can be based on injuries as well that you've experienced in the past, you end up shifting your weight more to one side than you do another. So because of this, you now have what's called uneven weight distribution. So now imagine if you were running equally Side to side, you know, you're running, 50% of your weight transitions over to your left and then 50% back over to your right, etc., etc. Well, then you have 4.5 times your weight going through your right side and 4.5 times your weight going through your left side. However, imagine now because of, say, an ankle injury you got back when you were a teenager and, you know, you didn't really walk with crutches properly and then your body learnt and understood and kept the new gait pattern that then transitioned more your weight onto the unaffected side. So now you walk around with 60% of your weight being transitioned over to your right, which was your, you know, the side you never injured. And, um, subconsciously only 40% to your other side because your brain still at some level remembers that, wow, this side was injured at one point and we must keep the weight away from that side so we avoid future injury. It's, it's hard to believe because people... You know, when they when they walk into my office and I ask them about old injuries, a lot of people will start with saying, and it's hilarious because almost every single person, they'll say, I don't know how relevant this is. 
and they say, you know, an old injury or whatever, that ends up turning out to be quite significant. And I go in to explain, because as you guys can tell, you know, I love to explain things to people. So then you guys have a better understanding. And I truthfully believe that when you guys have a better understanding of what's going on with your bodies and why you're feeling the way you're feeling, your health and your, your journey to health and journey to you know, achieving a pain-free life just gets accelerated. And uh, two seconds here, guys. Okay. So basically, that just gets accelerated. So the importance of, you know, going into detail about why you've had old injuries is important because of that matter. Okay, so now going back to that 60-40 thing. So now all of a sudden that 4.5 times your weight going through that one side is assuming you have equal weight transition. So now... That means if you are transitioning more of your weight onto one side, you actually have more than 4.5 times your weight going through those joints on that particular side. Wow. So now when you come into my office and you say, you know, I've been trying to get in shape. I was doing really good. I was consistent. And now all of a sudden my knee is acting up. What is wrong? You know, it should be stronger, this and that. Well, your weight transition wasn't equal. So because you were putting more stress on that side and aggravating it, it created inflammation because it just kept getting beat down, beat down, beat down, beat down, beat down to the point your body's like, you know what? They're not getting it. They're not listening to our subtle little signs. We have to give them pain so that they do something about it. This is just getting ridiculous. And then that is when people end up coming into my office and wondering why they have pain. Okay, so that's just number two. The other one is you have to make sure your balance is good before you get running because if you cannot even balance on one leg with superb control, body awareness, great ankle and great knee stability with absolutely no pain in any of your joints while doing it, while making sure your hips are nice and even, sturdy, strong, to make sure that your, you know, your core is activated to an appropriate level. These are types of things that you should be able to do because if you cannot do this, then what do you think that looks like when you're running and 4.5 times your weight is going through your joints or more, depending again how you transition your weight if you're not equal, right? So think about that. If you can barely balance and you're unstable, well, think about running, guys. We run, and that's like hopping from one foot to the next, except a little bit more intense. It's more forceful. So if you're just allowing your muscles to hold on to your joints to the 
bitter end and try to stabilize your joints as best as possible. Well, you are stressing out your body completely unnecessarily. And that's because your balance sucks or you don't have the proper muscles engaging in the proper areas at the proper times. And this can all be avoided if you know the tools um, like I'm explaining to you beforehand. Because again, guys, there's nothing wrong with running. Running is a great exercise. But again, if you can't even balance on one leg, there's a problem. That means when you're running, you won't really be doing it right. And you're just going to be transitioning your weight side to side, essentially hoping for the best and, and doing it in an unbalanced manner. Do you understand what I'm saying here? You guys kind of keeping up to what I'm saying, right? So now the next thing is, are you able to hop on one leg, you know, continuously over and over again with a good rhythm, a comfortable, um, you know, a comfortable rhythm as if you would keep up as if you were running, okay? And when you do it, at any point in time, do you have the ability to stop balance with that knee bent at about, you know, a quarter of a squat sort of thing? Can you balance at any given time if someone were to tell you to stop? Is your ankle stable? Is your knee stable? Is your hip stable? That sort of thing. Or when you do that exercise, just to check, do you have a lot of burning sensation going on at your hip? Do you have any pain at the knee developing? Do you have any pain at the ankle developing? Do you feel a difference from one side to the other when you're doing it? Because if you cannot hop on one spot or your gas, have you seen those agility ladders? Oftentimes those are advertised in sporting commercials with professional athletes with the yellow ladder and they're doing these agility drills and, and fancy things. Well, you should really be able to, as fast as you can, hop from square to square to square to square in this ladder and have no issues. Your knee is not caving in, staying perfectly over your foot. Your foot feels nice and springy. There's no pain. There's no pain in your hip and nothing like that. So now you may be thinking to yourself, oh, shoot, wow, you know what, maybe that is why I've been having these issues or maybe that's why I've been feeling well because, guys, the worst thing in the world is when you are doing something fantastic for yourself. You are taking your health into consideration. You are trying to do something good for yourself and then all of a sudden you get injured and it just does nothing but discourage you and makes you feel like you are were put back a few steps. You don't, it's like you take two steps forward and then three steps back. I know that's not the saying, but I messed up and I just tried to, <laughs> tried to go with it. But um, you guys know what I'm trying to say here, right? So what you want to do is you want to be strategic to set yourself up for success. Because guys, I am in the business of doing things properly. Like many of you know this who have been treated for me in the past. My knowledge of mechanics is um, at an extremely, extremely high level when um, assessing joint mechanics, how they move, all that sort of thing. So when you are assessing yourself to make sure that this, like all of a sudden running out of the blue, which is appropriate for you, you really have to consider, do I have the proper weight distribution? 
Do I have the proper balance and then the amount of balance needed to perform this exercise effectively, properly, and safely? Do I have the um, strength to maintain proper posture and alignment of my joints? Do I have, you guys get the idea, right? Because again, if you don't do these things, and, and you may think they're even maybe a waste of time at the beginning, unfortunately, I really hope that's not the case. But basically, by setting yourself up for success and taking that time at the beginning to really make sure that you're assessing yourself, that your joints are nice and strong so that you can prevent injury, well, then you are going to be in a much better situation than someone who just hopes for the best, tries to do what they think best with no knowledge and, and ignorance because they haven't educated themselves on it or, you know, listened to podcasts or or other things like that and they just you know went out and did what they see all the people on Instagram or did what they saw their their mom and dad do or whatever and again there's nothing wrong with that guys but again it's about the strength do you have the strength do you have the balance do you have the coordination and etc etc and one last thing food for thought that I want to leave you guys with is is running really the most effective thing for you? Okay, so a lot of concern, I'm speaking a little bit more so to ladies here because oftentimes we're told, you know, you have osteoporosis, we're, we're you know, um, predisposed to, or, or, you know, women are, are more predisposed to that than men. And we're often told, oh, you're 50, let's, you know, get a bone scan and see what's going on and, and, and whatnot. And next thing you know, you're told, wow, you know, you're starting to get close to osteoporosis. You better take this medication or you better start doing this and, and, and whatever and take those calcium supplements. Okay, so there is a phenomenal amount of research that suggests and supports, I'm not even going to say suggests, that supports the fact that resistance training, meaning weightlifting, using therapy elastic bands to strengthen the muscles around the joints. Again, do your research, make sure you're doing it properly. I have lots of videos on YouTube that you can follow along with to help you get started and get the ball rolling that creates um, a physiological response on the body known as Wolf's Law. So, Michelle, what is Wolf's Law? Well, thank you for asking. Well, Wolf's Law is and says that the body essentially, speaking about the bone, but the body in general will adapt to the forces placed upon it. And now, I don't want to sound like hypocritical here because then some uh, observant people may be thinking, well, Michelle, if the body adapts to the forces placed upon it, well, then if that is true and you run, well, then wouldn't your body just adapt and get stronger and stronger and stronger? Okay, if you were to take a hammer and just keep smashing it on one point of your hand, maybe not even really that hard, but, you know, you just kind of smash it and you continue to smash it and, and all that kind of stuff. Next thing you know, that's going to get sore after a while. Well, it's because you shouldn't be doing that. And 
right? If you're running with improper technique, like I just described in great detail, well, it's like you smashing that hammer. You are doing something that you shouldn't be, that your body cannot handle, and you are doing something way too early that you don't have the strength for, and you are going to create more problems for yourself. So what the resistance training does is it helps to give you that strength around your body so that you are setting yourself up for success if you want to run. But now further detail into Wolf's Law of what I was speaking about was that the body will adapt to forces and the changing circumstances placed upon it. So if your bone density is starting to quote unquote decrease and reach an osteopenia or osteoporosis level, then that means your bone density obviously is thinning out. So resistance training, what that does is it actually tugs on the bone and it demands the body to create more bone to support the muscles now placing that demand on the bone, okay? So that's what resistance training does. And this, is, uh, this has been shown extremely effective in seniors and, and women of all ages and men as well, because yes, it's possible for men to get it too. And another thing that I just want you guys to be aware of that they don't let people know is that when they are comparing your bone density, they are comparing you to a 30 year old woman. Okay. So if you're 50, yet your bone density is lower than what they say the standards are, well, yes, you're not 30 years old anymore. So that's something I want you guys to be aware of. So you also kind of have to take that into consideration yourself and make the best decision for yourself and understand that, yes, you know, if you're 80, your bone density is not going to be that of a 30-year-old. And it's kind of as ridiculous to me as saying, you know, your skin isn't going to be that of a 30-year-old when you are 90 years old, but we don't take medication for that, right? And I, I really don't want to get into the controversialness of here, but again, I, I am on here to educate you guys and to inform you guys not to down, um, you know, medication by any means because you absolutely do need it in some cases. But when we are talking about what we are talking about and we're talking about resistance training and Wolf's Law and becoming stronger and, you know, taking your health to the next level when you realize it's kind of gotten out of control, I'm just trying to make you guys more aware of that there's more out there than just running and resistance training is definitely a great place to start. Okay. So I love you guys. I really appreciate you guys. If you have any questions for me, please do not be afraid to email me and yeah, that's really all I have for you guys. Thanks for listening. Please, 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 please share this with somebody in your life that you know, love, like, and trust, because just like it has benefited you, I know it's going to benefit them. And that's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast if you found it to be educational and know someone who would benefit. This is Nichelle Thompson on Everything is About Your Health, the podcast.